the earlier you start preparing for your transition, uh, the better odds of uh, a successful transition. In this episode, Tosca and Kevin discuss the challenges faced by veterans transitioning from military to civilian life. In the military, I was a 68 Victor, which uh, is technically a respiratory care specialist. My previous uh, MOS was uh, 11 Bravo, which was an infantry rifleman. I was, well, I guess still am, um, a pharmacy specialist, is what they call it in the Army, which is 68 Quebec. I've done that for 10 years in the Army now. I'm a reservist, so... I'm still serving. I'm also a respiratory therapist for the Army. I deployed as a pharmacy tech in uh, 2012 to 2013 in Kuwait. We both deployed to Kuwait, but it was a different time. I was there uh, 2016 to 2017. We were stationed at the same camp, Camp Air of John. So he did a lot of cool respiratory things there, and I just served the base populace, providing medication. Yeah, I got to travel around a little more. I would go to host nation hospitals, both uh, the government-run hospitals and the private hospitals with uh, doctors, nurses, surgeons, and we would assess their uh, facilities, um, practices, all that, to see if their level of care would be suitable for coalition soldiers if we had a uh, patient or a procedure that we weren't able to provide at our combat support hospital. You've been out of the active duty military for just a few months now. Well, the transition process exiting the military usually begins 15 to 18 months from your actual date of separation. One of the things I realized is um, I had no idea how to interview for a job because I had not interviewed for a job in a decade. But During the transition program, you spend uh, some time going over how to correlate your uh, military experience, um, past awards, evaluations, job description, into a resume that a civilian employer would be able to recognize and see the experience that you'd gained during the term of your service. So I'm sure the challenges that you face are a little different than mine since a bulk of your experience has been in the reserves. For reservists... We're just constantly dealing with the challenges of transition. You get comfortable in a certain environment and then you're back doing something different. Civilian and military life is very different. What you're doing every day, what you're wearing, how to treat the people around you and deference to their rank and everything when you're on military time. And then when you come back to civilian, it's like you're just trying to reorient and get used to it again. The, the process that you have to go through when separating does set you up pretty well. You are able to access what we call a joint services transcript, which allows you to receive college credits and experience based on the job you perform in the military. So being the fact that uh, we each had two jobs in the military, I had two of those transcripts to draw from. Additionally, they also provide you with classes on... Um, things that um, people may take for granted, how, how to apply for a college, how to determine if a college is accredited, 
um, how to see if a campus is a right fit for you, um, what benefits you may be able to receive both through um, the VA, state VAs, and then your uh, benefits earned from service such as the GI Bill. Uh, there's also a couple other programs that the Army has to assist with um, transitioning to the civilian world. One of my favorites is Army Cools. It's a search engine that you can access and you type in what your job is and it will pull up a list of all the civilian credentials that are pertinent to your role in the Army. And the Army will reimburse you to get those credentials. So for myself as a respiratory therapist, there are I believe five or six different professional credentials that the Army will reimburse me to get. My challenge is definitely um, between always having one foot in the military world and one foot in the civilian world. There's just a lot of demands on your time and it's it's hard getting civilian employers to understand that it takes time away from our civilian jobs to promote in the military. There's schools we have to go to. They take a matter of weeks or a month. That can be challenging, uh, just having civilian employers understand that. As far as transitioning to civilian life, Mayo's been really amazing. Our recruiter that we worked with was especially awesome and <laughs> in orienting us to the Mayo culture and how to interview. She took the time to tweak our resumes. I've never had that at any place that uh, I've tried to work. I love the culture here. I, I love how veteran friendly this organization is. I grew up here prior to joining the military. I was still aware of Mayo Clinic. And so when I made the decision to get out, I contacted the Minnesota Bureau of uh, Veterans Affairs, uh, because they do have a liaison that deals with veteran employment. He did uh, put me in touch with um, a person he knew here uh, in Human Resources at Mayo, and she offered some advice on resumes, cover letters. Uh, we did some mock interviews over the phone, which really, again, helped me out because I'd never done a panel interview before, and I hadn't interviewed anywhere in a decade. So that was... Uh, Pretty great to have all that assistance. One thing I would say to veterans out there looking for work is that if you reach out to Mayo, which you might not have considered because you don't have a medical background, is just reaching out to um, their recruiting staff and having that conversation. It's a learning hospital. Mayo has programs to train people for medical military I think Mayo is on everyone's radar. When you think about pioneers of medical science, it's Mayo for sure. I wanted to be a part of that. Everything is done for the patient's best interest. It's similar to the military focus where the mission is the priority and here at Mayo, the patient is the priority. It's definitely a, a dream come true to get a job here. So is there anything uh, you miss about being in the military on a full-time basis? The structure and the, the organization, it's comfortable to know what you're doing, when you're doing it, how to talk to the people around you. 
I think it's challenging in civilian workplaces how you kind of have to stumble around figure figure it out I think the more structure that can be provided like clarity on what you're supposed to be doing is going to be helpful for veterans for my primary job with the army I was training a college environment you know I, I had went through classroom work lectures homework studying clinical training in a actual hospital so that part wasn't too terribly different from um, my colleagues other than the fact that I had to get up at like 4 30 in the morning to go do an hour or so of uh, physical training in the morning prior to all that we're used to an environment where we expect to be mentally and physically challenged I was used to having I don't want to say more downtime in the military. You got a task accomplished, and even though everything's done for the day at one o'clock in the afternoon, they're going to find something else for you to do because that's the way it is. <laughs> um, I did spend a pretty fair amount of time waiting for a follow-on assignment um, or an additional task. And here, one of my favorite parts is I know exactly what I'm going to do day to day, and I know when five o'clock rolls around, that's when the work's done. Yeah, that is comforting. Yeah. I have to say that you're, you, you feel valued for your time, which is not something that you're used to in, in a military setting. It can be challenging. They, you could be just long days, hard work all the time, time away from your family, just a lot of time sacrifices. I think Mayo really cares about its employees. You as an individual you know, your health and your family. It's an, it's an amazing organization. Transitions of any kind have challenges. Consider your role in ensuring our veterans have a successful transition out of the military and into civilian life.